Marcia, we've known each other a long time. Uh, I'm interested to know what drew you to the work of the teaching center at Belmont. Well, it was, and, and I think this would be the answer for so many of us, it was a person. It was Mike Awald. It was our colleague in philosophy uh, who, okay, I've been at Belmont 35 years. He came a little bit before I did and was always several steps ahead of all of us, helping us think about what we were doing. And I can remember Mike bringing up questions about teaching, not about philosophy, not about his specialty, but about how we related to our students and what our classrooms ought to be like. And he was, you know, I think he was one of the first persons who um, I heard ask those questions intentionally and over and over again. It, it was clear this was something he was very curious about and very interested in having conversations uh, with other people about. So he drew me in on some of those early conversations and began to pique my interest. I had thought an academic career was about one subject field. I teach English, uh, Shakespeare. I thought the dominant question I'm going to pursue in my academic career is what makes Shakespeare meaningful? And yes, sure, I was concerned about how I would make Shakespeare interesting to my classes. Um, so it was, it came as something of surprise, an interesting turn in the academic career to have someone say, but what about that student's response? And what if instead of telling the student, you had the student doing something? And what if the classroom is more about questions than about what you know? I, I feel blessed might be one word, but inspired, encouraged, challenged uh, from the beginning of my teaching career in 1989 at Belmont that I was surrounded by students who themselves were caring and um, uh, richly interested. And uh, the ones that come to mind, maybe it's because it's in the immediate right now, I have a group of about five students that uh, I had them a couple years ago in an honors class that I teach. Students in there are very hardworking and very interesting, and I love the course and I love mm -hmm. the students. Uh, but I, I didn't quite realize until far along in the class, maybe even toward the end of the semester, that there was a group of about four or five students, uh, some of whom were quite quiet in class, and in that regard I hadn't gotten to know as well, but who seemed to have connected intensely, deeply, with some things that we were talking about in the class. Because uh, in this course, which is primarily a mathematics course, but it also has some philosophy. There's Mike A. Walt's influence, some philosophy of science, some uh, historical and such. It's kind of multidisciplinary. And they had really related and connected, and, and they were beginning, although I don't think I was doing this so much overtly in class, I think they were beginning to make some pretty uh, spiritual uh, connections. And kind of before I knew it, they took the initiative. That's why this story is so uh, important to me. Uh, one in per, uh, student in particular, but then it kind of grew to several, uh, asked if I would uh, talk with him. And then after I talked with him, uh, asked if uh, I would be willing to join three, the four or five of them for lunch one day. And we talked about books we were reading, and we talked about, um, I remember the student uh, 
encouraged me to read Wendell Berry. I knew of Wendell Berry. Uh, I'd read a little bit, but he kind of got me fired up. And so I've become a Wendell, Wendell Berry fan more recently. And in talking to him, as I realized, uh, he was keenly interested in in struggling with and asking spiritually deep questions um, that I found uh, some background that I knew about uh, mindfulness in, in general, but Buddhism and Technohan uh, recommending some books to him on mindfulness. And, and so with him and then later with the other group of students, we had these um, what to me were fun but real and human conversations. Uh, I guess they kept looking to me as teacher, but I really wasn't looking to them that way. And we've gotten together about once a semester. There's just an intensity to it that, uh, that is wonderful that in some ways maybe encapsulates other stories and other individual students. Uh, we've always had the community and the, these kinds of things, but the new general education 10 years ago provided us a vehicle to really enhance what we were doing or, or to kind of bring it into the 21st century in some ways, in a lot of different ways. But a piece we have in common is we have both taught uh, one of the signature courses in uh, the Belcore general education, the first-year mm -hmm. seminar, mm -hmm. and so um, I, that all new freshmen take in their first semester. I'm curious as to uh, how you have thought about that as you go into the course or any, anything in particular about your experience getting to teach something like that that almost starts with a blank palette. The, yes, that course um, has as its subtitle in some way, Ways of Knowing. And um, it is a challenging course because our freshmen can't pigeonhole it. They'd like it to be English or math or philosophy or science or something like that. And it's not. So um, we have challenges to, um, you know, kind of get over with our freshmen. But as we have developed that course, we've always developed it through a collegial conversation because it's taught by people from across campus. And as a matter of fact, we built our general education so that um, the first year seminar can be taught by faculty from all disciplines. The second, um, the linked courses are by faculty from two disciplines. And then the junior cornerstone is a problem-based course. Again, all faculty members from all disciplines have to offer these. So all of these courses require us to think with our colleagues. So I have learned a great deal about how to approach this course from one of my colleagues in computer science, Bill Hooper, uh, who's, who's thought quite a bit about this. And I, it's one of those courses that pushes faculty back to having to say <laughs> to students, no, this is not my specialty. I am not standing in front of you as an expert um, on this essay that comes out of, or this book that comes out of healthcare or something like that. Or, um, but I'm standing with you as a learner, and um, I will help. You know, part of my role. I'm a little older. I've done this a little bit more, so I'm going to be comfortable modeling some ways that you can, that I learn, that you can learn, and but. But I'm also going to make this classroom a place where you learn, and the best way I can do that is by making it a place where we learn together. And I think that's been our core identity as a teaching institution. It's not that we're pontificators delivering um, solidified knowledge, but we're, we are learning with our students. Um, we are genuinely joining with them in what is the, the joy and pleasure 
of learning, of exploring the unknown. Thank you.